Hello everyone, this is a Bridges of Meaning Discord conversation. I'm Job and today my guest is Alfonso the Drip. Hey Alfonso, what brings you to the Discord? Hey, um, so I guess um, I was interested to see what kind of conversations would be happening in here. Um, I guess for myself, I don't usually, I don't, I don't usually enact a lot of conversations. I like to listen to them. Yeah, how'd you find this place? Like via Vanderclay or? Yeah, yeah, through uh, through Paul Vanderclay. Like uh, initially, it was through like the like I'm one of the Jordan Peterson guys, mm-hmm. and uh, was watching him. Uh, I saw like like right when he first initially like came on, it was like uh, like I think I saw like that first video where he was like in his suspenders <laughs> at the university talking to the guys. And uh, I was just like, I don't even, because like I think about it, and I'm not even sure like what happened, but like something turned on, and I just went in and like started listening to all this stuff like crazy, and uh, like I thought that like I I like I didn't grow up very uh, religious, um, it kind of wasn't a thing in my household, and then uh, Peter like, but then I, like I'm when I was 12, I moved to a small town, and. Uh, it was a very like it's a very like uh religious town like baptist southern baptist and uh so like i'd kind of like i'd gone to a couple uh like like the, uh youth groups that's what it would be called mm-hmm. so it's not like it's uh, yeah for for teenagers and i kind of went there and like you get like the the tingles i guess when you're listening and stuff um but like nothing ever really came of it and so like religion wasn't really ever a thing that i considered and then i heard uh peterson go into like just uh like the psychological frame of of like what god is um like a relationship with with the open future and i was like oh that's what that is yeah that's that's definitely a thing and then like it kind of opened up my it opened up my frame to start like uh looking at like what the like what what religion is and like what it could mean where it goes and uh i stumbled upon paul like right right close like i've been listening to paul for a number of years already and uh just been listening to him and hearing him out and it's it's good. So I was curious what uh, what went on in this Discord. So at the time, you know, were you still going to these youth groups? No, I would have been, I think, nineteen, and moved out of my town back to the city. So I, I think I stopped going to youth groups probably when I was like sixteen or seventeen. Like, it was more so a thing that I did for, like, uh, hanging out with people. Mm. Just because, like, the majority of my friend, like, the majority of my town that I grew up in after I was, that I moved to, um, was religious. So it was like, if you wanted to hang out, you went, this is where we hung out. Right. But there were otherwise not discussions of the level that you saw Peterson raise. Not even close. Not, mm. not even close. And, when you when you ran into Peterson, like were there people by that? At, uh, let me rephrase that: Were there people around you that you had otherwise discussions with about 
these sorts of subjects because it does seem something you sound otherwise interested in. I yeah, I'm very interested in it. Um my like my friends were like I like I kind of had like a core group of friends. And there was like four or five of us. And like we I could bring up these discussions and they were kind of like they were already religious and kind of like uh set in their their frame and like I didn't know what I was talking about because I'm uh, like I didn't grow up in the church, mm-hmm. and so it was kind of always framed like that. Huh. Yeah. So they weren't wrestling. So the questions seemed kind of just moot to begin with, like non-starters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. They were not. Why are you asking this? Uh, like the answers are right here, kind of thing. Huh. Have you talked with them since? Since you've you know been exposed to Peterson? Because I imagine you start to wonder about these things. I actually like I haven't I haven't dug into it with a lot of people. Um I feel like I'm like apprehensive to to like bring up like god or religious topics with people. Um like it makes people uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. And so if like I I feel like an inclination where like people will be uncomfortable, I'll just kind of leave it and let them have their their view, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I don't like to I don't like to push Right, yeah, and dissonance can be uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I get that. But so, wh- where has it gone from there from you? So, from what I understand, Peterson sort of, let's say, framed God in a perspective that you could grasp. And yeah, so where did that take you? Um. Well, I uh, I jumped into Jung pretty hard. Um. Or tried to, anyways. It's a very, uh, very difficult to read his works. Um, but like, I kind of like it. Kind of, it opened me up to something more spiritual, I guess. So I started finding things where people would like, uh, like if I were to frame where I am now, it's I'm not. Uh, I don't know about like God, but there is. Uh, like an ephemeral connection to everything, I guess. Like, I guess I believe in consciousness, at least connecting everything. Um, and Jung, Jung like danced that line of like the, the, the new age thinking, but still keeping like the, like a, like, I guess a strict symbology of, of a way to interpret it. And Mm. so I kind of, like I have young I read some uh Mercia Eliata. Um I read some Nietzsche. I like I kind of like I didn't I I don't know if I got closer to the question of is God a thing or do I believe in God, but I kind of uh I guess I kind of have taken an understanding of what people might mean psychologically when they're speaking of God. And then I kind of have been trying to, uh, incorporate that into some sort of, uh, work on myself. So if they're, so like, if they're like this, this idea of creating a relationship with the open future, Mm -hmm. um, and, and, uh, using that as a way to best, drive my life forward right so the idea that peterson names of of sacrifice and negotiating with the future yes Mm. 
And so I've kind of just been like exploring that. And I guess uh, maybe more of the, like the psychological aspect of like, what are we, what am I doing? Why do I do the things that I do? What am I looking for? Where am I going? And like seeing what, what other people have looked at mm-hmm. and where, where they're going and what they, what conclusions they've come to. Cause like, these aren't, these aren't new questions. And like these are really old questions, and people have been having this discussion for a really long time. Um, and like I don't know, I think it's interesting. Like you, you, I, I can go in and like listen to people's conversations, but like I feel like it's often be- better to just go to source material if you're just trying to learn it, because people get. Um, the arguments that you can read are a lot better than the arguments people make and they get caught up on like newt points. Hmm. Can you name an example? Um, so like I've been listening to, uh, like a decent amount of like religious debates. I found, uh, like, have you ever heard of T jump? I think, uh, yeah. 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 And so, like, I was listening to him, and, like, I thought it, like, I, like, me personally, I'd never, like, uh, brought it back to, like, a first cause kind of thing. Like, like, uh, like, the idea that there would be, like, a primary mover. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's made me really confused. Um, because, it, like, you go into that, and it's, like, I, I was, I definitely, like, still kind of framed everything through, like, a like a materialist, like just kind of like psychologizing, um, sure. like the religious view. And uh, so you get into, you get into like primary causes and it's like, well, like, like cause and effect kind of collapses in on itself at a certain point. And it's like, uh, then like I, I have a hard time bringing free will into it. And and I think that was, it was useful in the sense of like, I don't, like, I don't think I have a lot of, I didn't realize, but I don't think that I have like a full free will the way that it's often talked about as like, Hey, you can go do whatever you want. Um, but it's much more like I am, uh, like a, like a thing with bot with, with like these desires and the desires are competing with each other. Um, and this is all sitting within like a system of my environment and like certain like thoughts and habits that i have right you have free will to the degree that you're still a product of your culture your upbringing your biology etc yeah but like like but i'm i get like confused um because we're like if if things were existing before us i don't i don't understand how we got the ability to uh like inter like like to get in the middle of the cause and effect that's happening where like it doesn't make any sense that we would have a choice if it was just from like if there was a cause that that moved everything like we would just be like our consciousness would just be like an emergent process but that doesn't that doesn't feel right to me in terms of like the experience that I'm having um and so I've been kind of trying to to peel back like what's what could be connecting things because if we so it would be like do like i guess 
the question I've kind of been running around with is like, do things have uh, inherent value? And um, like, it's it's not a claim you can make from like if you break it so that it's a by itself, like it's an individual atom by itself, then you can't tell. Um, but you can through the fact that there was an interaction means that there was something like there was you could you could call the the attraction between the two an inherent uh an inherent value and so um i've been kind of trying to think if i can ascribe some sort of level of consciousness or will to just the interactions between atoms so that it makes sense um within my worldview are you uh, oof, let me let me try to unpack this <laughs> Are you trying to figure out what's giving an electron its spin, or how do they move in the first place? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a big question, man. I mean, I yeah. I, I would take that uh, into the Aristotelian route myself, but then I still go into actin potency and prime movers. Um, but that's where I would also ground uh, questions of. Uh, goals, uh, ends, values, and such. Um, and I, I think you have to, because you can ask at infinitum what something's made of and how it works, but then you still, you still have to deal with the question of why is it there and where is it going? Like what's its end? What's the end of this particular thing? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and that's just, that's just a whole other can of worms because then you go into whether things have, things are real to begin with or whether things exist only in, in the mind. If, 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 uh, so you go into idealism versus realism and it becomes philosophical and murky real quick. Um, yeah. What, what, what I would I would still ask you what's your end goal with this? Why why are you doing this? Um, Not that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just curious why you're doing it. It's I don't I don't know why I'm doing any of this in some sense. Um, these are these are the things that are. Uh, that are knocking around in my head the most, I guess. Um, like I could. Like I don't. On some level, I'm not happy with who I am and where my life is, and I want to know what's wrong. Hmm. Are you willing to go into that? Yeah, we could do that. So, I mean, because I was gonna ask you, like, hey, where where are you at right now? You know, what are you, where, where are you going? So, I guess this yeah. is a good moment as ever. Sure. Um, so like right now, um, I'm not, uh, I was working, a, a summer job with my, with my stepdad and I had a, like a summer internship there. I've done that the past three years, so I'm not working right now. I'm on EI and, uh, like I, I, I would like to go back to school and, uh, and go into uh, some form of psychology. Um, I'm not sure if I want to do it as like a practice or as research. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if I'm uh, 
interpersonal enough for that <laughs> on some on in some sense and uh and and yeah it's, i guess uh where am i going that's i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out like who i am what i like and why i can't figure that out i guess because um like i like i i have a sort of disconnect from from like myself as like as like uh a, like an like from like an autobiographical narrative i guess um like i'm i'm very incomplete um i don't um incomplete how i don't i don't understand myself why why i do the things i do why i can't do the things that i want to do wow so like I, you're, like you're, I, you're quoting saint paul like almost almost verbatim <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I just, uh, and then I, and then I'm just like stuck, and I was like I was stuck before. Like I've, I, I remember the day I was in high school and I was walking, like just through the cafeteria and something. I was like something's off, something is not right anymore, and uh, and like I'd, I'd went and talked to a. Uh, to my counsel to like the, just the high school counselor and i was mm -hmm. like something's off and he's like i i can't really help you man you don't like you you sound like you know what's more what's going on than what what i can help with kind of thing so he's like if you can keep going then keep on keeping on and uh so that was like kind of that and when i when i graduated and moved out went to university i got i was i was really depressed i was laying in bed like eight hours a day uh just like awake just like wasting things away like the like the connect of like you know like uh like i'm like i'm i'm someone who procrastinates quite a bit and uh like you you usually at a certain point get that like all right get your ass in gear something needs to be done right mm -hmm. and it was just like it was it was gone that wasn't there i didn't care right and like i knew that wasn't right so like i kind of i'd like reached out to my mom and was like hey you know something's not right here and she's like okay you know we can go see a doctor and i got on some antidepressants and it didn't i don't i don't know if it necessarily helped very much um i ended up going off of them after trying a second one and then my uh my i couldn't like i couldn't get it up and i was like this is unacceptable <laughs> so so i stopped taking my antidepressants and um within that like i didn't really go to school so i messed up basically my first year and a half of school uh because i didn't go to class i didn't drop out of classes so just really bad grades and uh and like the thing that pulled me out um like I would say was like I had a mushroom trip and that's what did it. Huh. Yeah. And it wasn't I don't I wouldn't put it like I've I've had a few mystical experiences through psychedelics, but I wouldn't say this was one of them. It was it was it was more so like in like it opened up to it opened myself up to like the 
to thinking positively about the future, I guess is the best way to describe it. And I was like, I can, like, you know, I can do this. It'll be okay. And so I kind of, like, I rode with that for, for a little bit uh, until Peterson, basically. Like, I had, I had kind of just, like, um, was trying to set myself up as this person who kind of was, like, you know, like, I'm content with where I am. Um, whatever happens, happens. I can, I can ride this out forever. Um, and Peterson, um, he introduced, like, a striving for more that I'm probably capable of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so, like, I, I, uh, I started, like, tearing down all those walls. And I grew, like, a, an existential fear that was, like, far deeper than was sitting there before. And... And I, uh, I guess, uh, like a frustration has been building from that, um, because like I feel like I'm capable of something and want something more, but I can't. I don't know how to get to it. I feel like there, there are things blocking me, or I'm blocking myself, and it's, and it's very frustrating. And a part of me feels that if I have like some sort of divine intervention, it will, it will set me right. And, and so part of me through following and doing all of my like reading and listening and everything that I'm doing here is, is to, I guess I'm looking for an experience huh. that will set me right in some sense. Cause I think something's wrong. What are your days looking like? Like the last couple of days, what are, what are your days like? Ah, uh, not much. I get up and then. I usually get on my computer. I'll usually like I'll make my bed and do some tidying up. And then I will usually just hop on my computer for the day. That's that's pretty much it. And I'll like watch YouTube, listen in on people's discords, play some video games, maybe talk to a couple friends. Mm. That's that's what I've been doing for a long time now. Does that make it worse? Um, there's like, like, there's, I don't know. There's different like kinds of worse, right? Because, um, if I'm, I feel like if I'm working a job that I just don't like and feels very dead end, this doesn't feel necessarily dead end to me. This feels like there I'm I'm working towards an out, right? Mm -hmm. So so like in comparison to something like a like a, a quote unquote dead end job, that that eats at me a lot more than me going about trying to learn things. Hmm. So it, it it doesn't sound, some kind of, you know, from what I hear you describe, you want to go somewhere, but you don't know how to get there. It it doesn't. Are there too many paths? Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, now I recognize that because as soon as you take one, all the other ones are no longer available. Right. But it, that's and very I, much like, what Peterson says, you know, and like you have all that potential, and well, right now it's just. You're just sitting with it and it's not being used. At least you become something if yeah. you form it, but then there's still that nagging feeling of it. What if I pick the wrong one? Right. And then there's, there's also like a, like a, 
like I, I, I think I'm capable of things in an abstract, but I, I beat myself up every step along the way until I quit kind of thing. Hmm. In, in a sort, I mean, beat yourself up, like even before you try or as you're trying to achieve it? Mm, usually I'm open to trying it, but then I'll feel like I've gathered enough evidence from shitty tries mm. that it, it can, we can put that aside, you know, and then, and then I'll come and then like, it, it's like a cycle, right? I have like 10 of those different things and, uh, sufficiently distracted by each one not going anywhere uh, a year down the road. Because, like, this isn't, I don't know, this isn't, like, a new road for me, right? Like, it's, I don't know, like, we're probably going on, like, four years now, and I don't feel like I've made a lot of, like, I mean, yeah, and then, uh, like, there's, I can't be unfair to myself, because I've made progress, and I've been doing a lot of learning that I've liked, but, um... Like I'm still living at home and and living off of my parents, which I'm which I'm insanely grateful for. But I'm still doing it, so hmm. you know. Yeah, and I'm sure that COVID isn't making things easier either. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's a whole other stress. I mean, like, uh, we're we're doing okay in terms of that, but uh, hmm. but it there it puts things in the air. Like there's, I definitely feel like there's a lot of, uh, just cultural tension. Like oh. I was like, just, yeah, that's a different topic though. Yeah, certainly something we can go into, but right now I'm curious and it's, I know it's a, it's a large question, but what would you say your heaven looked like? Like your favorite future, if you could achieve what you wanted, what would that be like? What would you be? So, uh, mine, I don't, I don't know if, if I have specifics for it. Um, like I don't, it, it would, it wouldn't be things so much as it would be me acting appropriately in all situations. That, like, so I wouldn't, how do I, like the, so like, like hell being a real thing, um, like I, like, like, like how I kind of, the, putting the, the afterlife aside, um, like it's kind of like you, like, uh, I, I don't know if this was Peugeot or Paul, but they talked about, uh, like it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily that you're like burning in hell, but you're, uh, you're burning from God's glory. You, you, uh, you see, you see how you, how you didn't live up to, you didn't live up in every way possible to what could have been. Mm -hmm. And, and so my heaven would be me feeling, feeling like I did live up to something to, to this expectation that, that talks to me, that I, that I answer to 
or try to. And if I could, if I could do that right, there would be a feeling that would come with it, and that would be heaven. Right. So if you, if you are completely in line with with that which is asked of you to be. Yeah. 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 And is that something that you know? Uh, how do I phrase this? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find the proper English words for this. Are you aware right now of, of that particular require those requirements? Like, do you know what, what is expected of you? Or is it, is it currently an unknown? I think, I think I don't like having that conversation very often because it hurts. Why is that? That's probably uh, shame and guilt. I don't like it's you didn't you can like so you can you can get into states of mind where where the fact that you didn't the fact that you didn't love someone enough hurts it doesn't it, you 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 could have loved them more. You could have, like, you could have been more. You could have, you could have been more of a beacon of light and you weren't. So the, the knowledge that there were better choices that you could have made, but you didn't. Yeah. And then what that what that means about me. It's like you have to you have to live with that and it's yeah. like it compounds on itself. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, no. That, that you you you're right about that. That's the the only way i i can see that that can be grappled with is to always be asking yourself what is the best thing i could be doing at any moment and even then yeah you can still in hindsight realize that oh well that wasn't actually the best decision because hindsight's always 2020 but at that moment it was the best thing you thought you could do and i think that's the only defense that works against that other voice that tells you well you didn't make the right decision you fucked up I, right i think that's i think that's right because you don't like you because you also wanted something when you weren't doing the thing that you thought you were you were yeah. you were supposed to do yeah. and and obviously that part of you needs credence as well because clearly it exists if you're acting it out continually right 
I think if you know that you did what you could, be it, you know, out of all the choices you could make in any moment, you pick the proper one, it'd be like the thing that's right in front of you that you know you should be doing, but you're not doing it. It could be as simple as like, you know, paying a bill or doing the laundry. I'm just, you know, stupid things. <laughs> I, I tell myself, yeah, I could be doing those right now. You know, why am I on the internet instead? Well, because I'm lazy. I mean, I, I recognize a lot of what you're saying, but if I know I did the right thing, even in retrospect, like, oh yeah, that actually wasn't ideal. But at that point, I knew it was the right decision with the knowledge I had. And therefore that voice that tells me, yeah, but you're worthless and you didn't, uh, you didn't live correct. Like, well, yeah, I, but I, I, I thought I did. Let's keep going because you can then, you know, you can listen to the negativity and let it take you where it wants to. But that's not also, you know, that's, that's not getting you anywhere either. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the, that's in my personal experience, that's the, the, let's see, what's the right word? the sneaky destructiveness of walking along with the voice that tells you you made a mistake is it's it's almost comfortable because well yes. if i'm acknowledging i made a mistake then i can't be hurt because i'm sort of being penitent yes but yes. that that can become a that can become a, a, a hell to hide in and, and, and then you're not even using any potential. You're just basically sitting in a corner agreeing that you're, that you're a failure and you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Well, like I, I, like I definitely have this thing where like I have, like, I feel like I, uh, relate to, to Kierkegaard and, and like the sense of like living a melancholic life, hmm. like, like I don't like it there's I, I like I'm 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 kind of like hitting a crossroads of sorts where like I'm not I'm not sure if I'm just kind of a miserable person or or if I'm not <laughs> like I don't I don't like it that might just be the way that I am uh because I don't I don't want to fight against this my whole life. I don't. And, and I don't, but I, like, I also don't know what to do. So I don't know if it, if it, like, it, like a part of me feels like I'm, I'm definitely being um, too hard on myself and a sort of uh, middling way of talking to myself needs to happen. Um, but then another part of me is just like, yeah, well, you're miserable and life's miserable. And uh, that's that. Do you think you're deserving to be miserable? Yes, I think it's a lot easier. It, easier, but is it correct? I think that's an important distinction. Given who you are, should you be miserable? Is that proper is that deserving? And I'm not trying to trick you. I think that's a very genuine question to to ask. I, th in some ways, I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that would go back to not making the decisions you think you should be making. Yeah. Right. And not not even like it's not even my own decisions. It's just like I like I haven't had the the best upbringing. I mean, there's worse, so it doesn't. It's it's hard to conceptualize in terms of bad or good because there's so many comparisons. But like I I can feel um, scars nonetheless. Hmm. So. Like there's, I, I know I, I have my own, I got a, like a nice little soup, but, uh, but we're, we're working through it, you know, one day at a time. What, what do you mean by that? Um, like I just, I, life's hard and, but it's the, the experience of life itself overrides the suffering that it entails with it. It's the, like I, I value experience more than pain. So even if the pain is experience or even if the experience is pain, then I'm willing to accept that. That was like, that was kind of part of my, my realization through like my psychedelics was that like, like the experience of living is, is amazing. Like it's like, you know, we're here. Yeah. And what do we do but, with it? Yeah. Well, that's, that's where the, I don't know. Uh, like I, I feel like I should maybe do more, but to what end, you know, where does it, I don't, I don't know where, where I'm going or what I want. Yeah. I, I hear that. And I, I can, I can kind of distill that out of what you're saying, because let, let's say, you know, I could snap my fingers right now and basically you would be able to start over just because I snap my fingers. You have a blank slate and now you can just focus on making the right decisions, but you don't seem to have a long-term goal in mind. So, the decisions you're making are all very, by by necessity, then very short term. They're not aimed at long term. And yeah. that that's why I asked you what your heaven would be. Concretely, in who would Alfonso be? What would he do if he woke up? Who would he be talking to, and where would he be going? And why would those things be part of that heaven? And I think if you figure that out, then you can make right decisions in that order it's still going to be hard i mean and and the reason i i say this because i try to live that way myself yeah but you already have a good underlying worldview from what i can tell is that yeah life is tragic but existence is worth tragedy yeah i think that's that's good that you that you feel that way but but still, if 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 you don't know what to do with your existence, like let's say you know, strange example, you want to be a uh, you know a, 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 what's the English word? Somebody who drives a train. You know, you want to be a train train machinist. 
Yeah, a conductor, yeah. A conductor, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that reminds me of this terrible joke of a, a train machinist who keeps derailing the train and he kills a lot of people and they keep giving him the electric chair and he just won't die. He says, oh, it's because I'm a bad conductor. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's say you want to be a train conductor. You know, you have a concrete goal. You can see what your options are when it comes to education. Uh, you you know uh, where you can go maybe regarding uh, college and you can start applying for things or working towards a concrete goal, contacting people. But I mean, that doesn't seem, at least not that you've told me, there doesn't seem to be anything in your concrete, let's say two year future from what I can tell. No. But no. I mean, nothing, not even multiple competing plans. Because then I could then I could see that you don't know which one to pick, but if there are none, well then you're still just potential waiting to be used, and that's why I think yeah. you need to figure out what your heaven is. Okay, I like that. Like think think about what a week of your heaven would look like, even if your heaven is like I want to wake up, and I want to you know. Uh, and I'll go make my kids breakfast. Could be. I mean, my heaven had a wife and kids and church and this and this and that. And, you know, and some of the things in my heaven were surprising because I just kind of sat down, just kind of fantasized for 15 minutes, made notes, kind of a stream of, stream of consciousness. It's, it's, it's concretely part of Jordan Peterson's future authoring program. Yeah. But, to me, it was helpful because then you can distill goals and, and work from there. But you seem to like be. I, sorry, go ahead. Part of like there, I hold like I like part of me has like that uh, that whole like Peter Pan thing about him. You know, I don't. If I grow up, then thing things get concrete. Uh, like there, there's a a song by uh, Frank Ocean. I don't know if you know him, but there's a line and it's uh, like, maybe I'm a fool to settle um, two kids in a swimming pool. I'm not brave. And it's like, there's two, there's it, it, it genuinely, it genuinely feels defeating to think that all I want in life are just like a house, a wife and some kids. You know, it feels like there. It feels like there should be something more. Isn't that the American dream? <laughs> yeah. I think it's. I mean, personally, I think it's a great thing. I mean, imagine if you could be a great father and a great husband. What a blessing you would be for other people or for your community. It's like Peterson says. You know, become a plumber, and you know, you really make something of yourself. Maybe you can even hire people and you improve their lives. I mean. I can tell you a little story of a guy I talked to who uh, he runs a little um, moped repair shop in my town and he trains these young guys that are kind of, you know, 16, 17, aimless, maybe insecure. One guy couldn't even, you know, he didn't know how to tell time. You know, these guys have had rough backgrounds um, and he just slowly taught them like, you know, uh, I want these uh, these mopeds to be ready and serviced uh, by 4 p.m. And then the guy's like, well, 4 p.m., that's this and this and this, right? And the 
the guy said, I'm not going to teach you to do that. This is your responsibility. And I'm going to come back at 4 p.m. and I expect that to be done. So, you know, he made sure that the guy eventually taught himself to tell time. And then he made sure to reinforce positivity like, hey, man, great work after that. Now, you can say, well, this guy, you know, he has a wife and kids and he runs his own business. That guy's an amazing influence to people around him. You know, and he has a moped repair shop. I th I think that's awesome. And just just going out and doing it. Yeah, I actually whatever the it is. As long as you do it with the conviction that you do it for the right reasons, it's it's right. just as much as a hero's journey as I don't know becoming state governor. Yeah. There, like it's yeah I like that and it, it doesn't it doesn't make you have to get away from making the decision to know where you're going to go but if it's part of your heaven you know wherever your subconscious comes up with that go for it it's gotta be because yeah. it's gotta be something like and and being accepting of that, you know, like it's, I, there, like I, like you bring about, like I, there is, like, I don't know, I feel like I just, like you, you highlighted, um, like that I actually have a, like I have a genuine resistance against things that I want. I feel like I should, I, like I shouldn't want them. Um, and I mean, that's, that's something I can dig into, but, um, like it's, uh, like it's interesting that uh like that i have that resistance that it's like well you don't want that because it's normal and it's like what do you what, what does that even mean and why would you listen to that yeah why is the other guy right yeah we got about 15 minutes is there anything in particular you'd like to talk about What's a what's a good book you've read recently? <laughs> oh, you could ask me a question. That's a nice dodge. <laughs> well, uh, you can you can ask me a question. Yeah, I'd probably ask you the same thing. No, but I mean, uh, I'd, I'd probably just pull it back to where you're at right now and where you're trying to go. But yeah, man. Well, like uh, I can. Like I, I almost read. Like I'm, I'm a pretty fast reader. Like I read almost all of uh, Mindsight by Daniel Siegel today. Um, and I, th I, uh, that was really uh useful for me. Um, just in terms of, like I guess mapping my childhood because I didn't like I, I have a lot of like it was it was it was kind of bumpy and uh. I have certain um, blockers up, and um, just just reading about uh, the blockers themselves um, to contextualize for me. So, like the uh, like, I can give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, is just like the like I like I have a like a like a dualist uh, fear of abandonment. So it's like there's I don't I will. 
I will tear something down before they have the opportunity to tear it down because I feel like they will. Mm. And then from the flip side of that, um, I'm also uh, just scared of letting people in. Right. So if I if I accidentally let someone in, then I have to tear it down. Um, and it was uh, it was really helpful to read like those are like, you know, like we're we are biological creatures and we we have been adapting to our environment. And uh, these are some of my programs that are running. And just because they're running doesn't mean I have to uh, like associate myself with them. You seem very self-aware. I've been digging for a while. Yeah, because the fact that you say about yourself that you have trouble letting people in, but that's when you do, you, you let's say, don't grant them control. Yeah. How? how I mean, you, you, you found that out over repeated occurrences, it would sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see? Um, do you see it as a problem? I'm not until recently, um, and like I, I, it's I've been recontextualizing it um, because it was kind of like I had like they did. How do I? So like I've kind of always felt like um, I had. Like I could I could offer people things, but they will they will inevitably grow away from me. Um, so like I I enter into people's lives for periods of time, and then they get what they need from me, and then they leave. Um, and and I don't. I don't think that's totally fair. Um, I think they're almost like, cause it's like, I, I don't, I've never had like a best friend. It was multiple best friends growing up, like different ones over the years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, well, people grow apart and it's like, yeah, people do grow apart. Like I won't discount that. Um, but uh, just because it's happened so many times, I have to be like, okay, uh, which, which part, which part, what part was I playing in this, you know? And, uh, like, part of that um, is definitely a, like, a, a form of insecurity. So if someone isn't paying me enough attention, then I'll, I guess, remove my... No, that's not, that's not quite proper. Because it's, it's like, I have, I have my things that I like to do. And I'm open to letting people join the things that I like to do, but I'm not necessarily open to doing the things that they want to do. Um, and I'll, I'll section myself off that way. And so like that will create a rift. And then another point is just uh, like, I'm just insecure about it. And it's uh, like, why aren't they paying enough attention to me or why are they paying so much attention to me? Mm. So, you're never really truly being yourself around them, I would wager. No. Because that's, have... that's a risk or... Yes, I have a lot of filters. 
things go through before I, like I I'm I'm a fair I'm a pretty open and genuine person. Um I'm certainly getting that impression. But I'll I'll leave before I'll lie if that makes sense. I I yeah. like I had bad ang- I had bad anger issues growing up and I think I think I didn't deal with it properly. Like I think I I uh I found a way of like suppressing it and not integrating it. And and so uh like I don't I'm I I can get emotionally charged really quickly. Um, but I don't like to be emotionally charged, so I will often um, remove myself from situations that could possibly lead to getting to me getting emotionally charged. And it's like it's literally emotionally charged. It's not just angry, right? I just like I have a a certain anxiety to an intense bubbling inside of me. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I think I know I think I know what you're getting at. It I would I would wonder if this relates to what we talked about earlier, to be honest. I I think it does. Because both situations seems seem to be to being unable to apply yourself as a whole to the reality in front of you. So there's always a part of you that's interacting with it, sort of a safe part. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, one foot in the ice, might not hold. The other foot's always on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, for all I know, you've fallen through the ice a couple times and you learn from that, you know, and so that won't happen to you anymore. Well, like even just the other day, like I was, uh, like I read the floor in my parents' house, mm. I'm living there, so like it's uh, at least I can do. Good for you, um, man. And uh, we were uh, talking about uh, payment, and uh, my parents were like, uh, like it, my parents were like, well, you live here, so we don't have to pay you. And I like, and like immediately, I was just like, okay, well then I have to move out because this isn't a reciprocal relationship anymore. Like it, like I did, like and I said that to their. I was like, okay, well then I'm moving out. And like it was, it was, it was tongue in cheek both sides. But it's just the fact that that's where I jumped right away. You know, it says something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was an underlying current of. of yeah. Almost, and I. Like, yeah, jerking that leg back. Yeah, and I, I feel like, uh, people feel that talking to me often like i'm pretty good with strangers um strangers are fine because they have no commitment to them um but like uh the as interactions um get on top of each other then i get uncomfortable with people holding certain expectations of me right because you wouldn't be good enough yeah i think so it's it's that's not where that's not like the immediate thought but that's probably what's sitting underneath yeah and if i'm not good enough then they leave and yeah 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 no yeah that that i get where that's coming from i think yeah 
And a lot of this is, is, is goes straight back to Peterson. I, I would say, you know, he, he says that, you know, stand up straight, shoulders back, engage with the world, be okay with being vulnerable. Yeah, that's easier said than done, bucko. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that takes effort. But I, I do think, I mean, that would be my advice. It's like that, that that's the same like you engage with the decision right in front of you with everything you've got and you make the right decision with your whole being and then you know even with strangers you engage with them with your whole being and then well if they don't like you well then they don't like who you are and then at least you know but they don't like this if they don't like this image of you well then then where's the problem then it's yeah. just shadows fighting shadows yeah well and then like even uh if they don't like the image of me it's like i'm not i'm i'm not even holding myself to to like a specific image in some ways so it's like you don't like good i don't like that part of me either yeah but if all these things bother you sufficiently and and it sounds like they do yeah that that that's what i would do yeah. And that's painful and, and difficult, and but I think it's the best strategy. I think it's the only strategy that really works. Yeah, I think so. Because it's not, like, not going to go anywhere, right? It's not going anywhere. The, the programs are running. What do you mean by that? Like, uh, just uh in terms of like my my emotional my what i can my my overreaction like i i i overreact emotionally to a lot of things or just completely shut myself off um but it's there's there is a form of conscious effort going on going going into that right like i like the like i have these filters that things go through um and i think i have to uh look at why the filters are there um and negotiate taking them down occasionally that and let's say you know if if you don't respect the other or the future enough to engage with it as who you are then why is the other or the future obliged to engage you with that same respect mean yes and yes it wouldn't surprise me if people on the other side can smell this yes i completely agree with that yeah I, I, there's uh like i can't like i i how do we put this i i i kind of just chalk it up to being bad at small talk um because because that's how it ends up playing out um but like when i'm interacting with people there's there's like i like the first thing i'll do basically is like size people up is like can you can you smell me hmm. and uh And, and there's a, and, and that's like, it's, that's, that's one of the, if I don't like, there's, there's often times where I don't 
get along with people without even talking to them. Like I have incidents of like in high school, there was um, like groups of kids where it's like we we did not get along for the four years um, because of the look that we gave each other. Like just like one of the first days. And uh, one guy in particular, he's like, he's kind of an asshole and everyone knows he's an asshole. Um, but like, it, it was just like, I, the, the reasons I thought he was an asshole had nothing to do with the fact that people said he was an asshole. We just shared a look and then, and it was like, okay, I like, it's, we're, we're not going to talk. And, uh, we, like we, we were at our, uh, our grad and like, we were just kind of drunk and talking. I was like, so, and I, like, I just kind of asked him, I was like, like, did you guys have anything against me? And they were like not really we just kind of felt like you were an asshole and i was like no way i thought you were an asshole too and then we kind of like laughed about it but (laughs) yeah but but yeah there's there's uh i need to be willing to more engage with myself as myself towards the world yeah i i I think that's right. I think that's 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 a good end note for uh, for this conversation. I appreciate it. This was this was really good. It was helpful. Yeah. Thanks for your time, man. Thanks for talking with me. No problem. Thanks for your time. Bye bye.